Welcome to That You May Grow Thereby, a work of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. We are located at 18 Scott Drive in Florence, Kentucky. Our phone number is 859-371-2095. You can also visit us at www.nkcofc.com. And now, that you may grow thereby. Thank you for listening to That You May Grow Thereby. My name is Greg Littmer. I am one of the elders of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. And for this episode today, we're going to be looking at the 17th and 18th stanzas of the beautiful 119th Psalm. Stanza 17. Thy testimonies are wonderful. Therefore doth my soul keep them. The entrance of thy words gives light. It gives understanding unto the simple. I opened my mouth and panted, for I longed for thy commandments. Look thou upon me, and be merciful unto me, as thou used to do unto those that love thy name. Order my steps in thy word, and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Deliver me from the oppression of man, so will I keep thy precepts. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant, and teach me thy statutes. Rivers of waters run down mine eyes, because they keep not thy law. The testimonies of God are those things to which God gives testimony that they are good and righteous, including all of his commandments, his precepts, his statutes, and such like contained within his word. As soon as man allows them to enter into his soul, they immediately illumine his way, just as a light held down at the very level of one's feet. The more the psalmist came to know of God's commandments, the more he wanted them. The statutes of God became his sustenance. They became his food for the spirit. He calls upon God's mercy and speaks of his response to it, ordering his steps according to God's word, keeping his precepts. The more he feeds upon God's word and feels the light of God's presence through it, the more sorrow the psalmist feels for those who do not know the benefit of the food and light provided by the word of God. His sentiment is not one of self-righteous superiority, but that of, say, Jeremiah, who felt sorrow because of the ultimate end of those who did not keep God's law. As I consider this stanza of the beautiful 119th Psalm, I am reminded of a wonderful prophecy concerning Jesus found in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. That passage says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. In the beginning of John's Gospel, the wonderful Jesus is called the Word, the Logos, the personal manifestation of God on earth. Everything about him is wonderful. He is our spiritual food. In John six thirty-five, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. 
In verse 51, the Lord stated, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Jesus was calling upon all to avail themselves of this great spiritual food. He was calling upon all to accept, to assimilate, yes, even devour Jesus and all he represents and teaches, for he is the very source of spiritual life. In John 9 and verse 5, Jesus said, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. It is so simple. If we do not wish to walk in darkness, if we desire to be able to see clearly the way of righteousness that leads unto heaven, then we must follow Jesus. How about the 18th stanza of the 119th Psalm? It says, Righteous art thou, O Lord, and upright are thy judgments. Thy testimonies thou hast commanded are righteous and very faithful. My zeal hath consumed me, because mine enemies have forgotten thy words. Thy word is very pure, therefore thy servant loves it. I am small and despised, yet do I not forget thy precepts. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy law is the truth. Trouble and anguish have taken hold on me, yet thy commandments are my delights. The righteousness of thy testimonies is everlasting. Give me understanding and I shall live. God is fundamentally righteous, and that righteousness is manifested in his word. Every precept, every statute, every command of God proceeds from a disposition towards and a mode of dealing with men which is strictly determined by his holiness and beyond measure faithfully and honestly designs the well-being of man. The psalmist is so filled with love for God's word that when he sees others rejecting it, he is filled with emotion. What else is as pure as God's word? No matter what happens, God's word stands undefiled and solid, like metal purified in a crucible. Come difficulties and trouble into his life, the psalmist small and insignificant as he may be, will delight in the word and live in that understanding. In John chapter 2, verses 14 through 17, we find an account of Jesus cleaning the temple at Jerusalem very early in his public ministry. Filled with righteous indignation at the abuse of his father's house, Jesus fashioned a whip out of several small cords and unleashed his divine wrath upon those who prostituted God's house. He drove out the sheep and the oxen and those who tended them. He turned over the tables of the money changers, spilling their coins onto the floor of the court of the Gentiles. He told those who sold doves to remove them from the temple, and with divine authority and justification, he said, Make not my father's house a house of merchandise. At that time, his disciples remembered a very similar statement to the one we saw in Psalm 119, verse 139. For the zeal of thine house has eaten me up, and the reproaches of them that reproach thee are fallen upon me. Psalm 69, verse 9. How can we not be moved when we see the purity of God's word and the religion set forth therein, sullied and corrupted by man? 
No one has the right to pick and choose those parts of God's revealed word that they will obey and cast aside those that they will not. No one has the right to change even one word of God's will and ruin its purity. Let us have the courage to stand like Jesus when we see that which is good and pure and holy being defiled by those who feign righteousness but will not submit themselves to the righteousness of God. The Word of God is an absolute wonder. Thanks for listening.